You are listening to Nerds with Mike's episode 11. Today's podcast is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a premium free 30-day trial specifically for our viewers at the following URL, GameflyOffer.com slash Nerds with Mike's. Today we're talking about Star Trek, boldly going where no man has gone before. What kind of music do you want in your DNA? And of course, Pokemon Go! Hi everybody, I'm Maxwell. I'm Justin. And I'm Pikachu! Okay. <laughs> That's Travis. Yes. Excuse him. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> welcome to Nerds with Mics. This is a podcast about movies, TV shows, games, technology, and much more. The Nerds with Mics podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at nerdswithmics.com. So guys, what have you been up to lately? Yeah, I uh, only got two words, Pokemon Go. That's, oh, that is what I've been up to. And what's crazy is that I have not ever played a single Pokemon game. This is my first experience with anything Pokemon. And I got to say, my life is uh, it's ruined. I don't ever want to do anything else. Sounds about right. Same for me. I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. I... Uh, Really, that's it. I got back into Rust, saw a good movie, Swiss Army Man, and uh, yeah. Was that the oddest movie you've ever seen? Yeah, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Yeah, well. And my heart. And your heart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've really been getting into this uh, this Pokemon thing. I was downtown today, and you know, funny thing is, I thought I caught a Snorlax, but it turns out I was actually just on Tinder. Oh. Yeah. That happens a lot around here. Ouch. Yep. Yell. <laughs> Yowzer. What about you, Maxwell? Uh, what have you been up to? Me? I've, uh, quark, 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 quark. <laughs> and <laughs> no Pokemon ever. Everybody that I work with is in it. Uh, I got people from 20 years old up to 50-something playing this Pokemon Go, and it is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I don't even have it downloaded on my phone. Uh, Travis and I, we had uh, dinner before we did this, and I don't think we turned our phones off once during dinner. I think we just sat there and caught Pokemon, because the restaurant we were at, there were two Pokestops, and we were sandwiched in between them, and just Pokemon kept flocking to the area. So, yeah, it was yeah, it was we, bad. We didn't even make eye contact. This is the, the new generation. <laughs> and the waiter even made a comment. He's like, everybody that's been coming in has been playing Pokemon. So, I mean, it's what's crazy is that uh, I just I don't even know if Nintendo knew what they had on their hands when they released this game. I mean, it's crazy how big this game has already gotten. I mean, just to kind of give you an idea, we're going to get into Pokemon a little later, but it's already surpassed the number of Tinder users. And if it hasn't, it's almost close to having more followers than Twitter, which is just ridiculous when you think about how long Twitter has been out. Um and their uh, shares have raised 25%. Nintendo's ra- uh, shares have raised 25% since Pokemon Go has came out, and it's only, what, five days old? That's so, And they're already talking about a Pokemon, a Pokemon Go movie Which, already. They're trying to cash in already. It's crazy because before, um, before Pokemon Go came out, everyone was already glued to their phones, but now everyone just looks – they're still glued to their phones, but now they're on a mission. So well, it's What's crazy is all the people you're used to seeing outside – you're no longer going to see outside and all the people that's been trapped in their basements 
for all these years, you're now going to see wandering around. So yeah. if you see pasty white kids, you're going to know those are the guys playing Pokemon Go you mean and us? the ladies <laughs> as well. So, but yeah, so uh, that's what that's what we've been up to. So, Justin, why don't you start us off with some movie news? Well, uh, 2017 is going to be a big year for Marvel. Every year is a big year for Marvel, but in early 2017, they're going to start production on Gambit and Deadpool 2. I don't really know a whole lot about Gambit, but Deadpool 2 I'm really excited about. Yeah, I really enjoy, uh, obviously, I mean, you'd be silly if you did not enjoy the first Deadpool movie. But, um, and I know Maxwell can probably attest to this, but uh, the 90s cartoon X-Men Gambit was one of the best characters in the show, I thought. Um, but I'm not real sold on the casting. It's, uh, it's Channing Tatum, right? Yeah, I just I just don't know if I can see him as that character. I don't know. I mean, Maxwell, what's your thoughts? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's not the right choice for me. However, some people may just want to see Magic Mike throwing some cards around rather than some uh, underwear. Yeah, I mean, it's possible people are going to go just for the banana hammocks. I'm not real sure. Uh, but what I would say is um, even though the movie wasn't great, Wolverine origin story, the guy that they had play Gambit in that movie, I thought he looked the part, um, but he really didn't have a whole lot of screen time in that movie anyways. But, you know, I know they're trying to kind of set themselves away from, you know, maybe that, you know, those set of movies, but I don't know. I I feel like Channing Tatum's like a bigger guy, right? I mean, he's like more muscular and stuff, and it doesn't seem like a good match for the that yeah. character. Yeah, and he's very if if I'm not mistaken, he has a very thick uh Louisiana accent, like a Cajun accent, right? So That's right. I'm just curious of how he's going to be able to to land that and Gambit is typically like you said, he's he's not real stocky, he's kind of tall and lanky, so I, I I just don't know if I can see him. Now, maybe once he gets in the you know, the costume and stuff, maybe my mind will change. I just I just don't know if I can see it. The Star Trek made news this week. Um so actor George Takei, everyone knows him now from his crazy Facebook shenanigans, is an oh openly my. Yes, he is an openly gay man who used to play Sulu on Star Trek. Well, in the upcoming Star Trek Beyond, uh, the character Sulu is going to be the first first very kid in Star Trek. Um, this is something that I think we all, for some reason, assumed George Takei would be okay with, and he is not. He disagrees with this decision 100%. Yeah, that... I mean, it's one thing to have, uh, you know, a gay character in Star Trek, which is fine, but to make it the exact same character that he played, knowing he's an open gay man, I just, I think that's a, a foo paw on on the director's part. Um, I, I think yeah. they probably meant it to be, you know, a nice gesture, and it ended up blowing up in their face. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean that the way it came off. But oh, wow, my you just, goodness! You just keep saying it came off, huh? <laughs> Jesus. Just keep digging yourself in a hole. All right. Anyway. Maxwell, what a was hole. You? Oh. <laughs> Maxwell, what was you going to say? We've lost all yeah. dignity. Yeah. What were you going to say, Maxwell? Oh, my goodness sakes. Um, <clears throat> uh, well, I was just going to bring up the fact that this most recent Star Trek movie, um, not only has it upset some people like George Takei, but the same director of this movie I just recently realized was Justin Lin. And you guys know what he made? Yeah, uh, a bunch of turds, I think. Yeah. What kind of turds? Turd, turd and Furious 1, Turd and Furious 2. I don't know. He did a bunch of them. A bunch of Fast and Furious movies, which, you know, they're good in their sense of just being like over the top and just ridiculous. Over the top. Every no episode, yeah. every episode yeah. you say over the top. <laughs> Should we rename this I podcast? also, yeah, I also believed, uh, not to cut you off, but Justin Lin is also, isn't he the one doing the new Space Jam movie? 
I I'm think not so. sure. Maybe. I think so. But go ahead, Max. Oh, that worries me a little bit. Me too. But when I saw the trailer to this Star Trek movie, the, the first one that came out, and it showed um, a scene with a motorcycle where they're like driving like an old school like dirt bike or something and hitting like a big ramp. And it's got ACDC like, music playing, I think, right? During this yeah, run. And it's just like, it's straight up Justin Lin. Like yeah. over the top. Uh, well, there we go with that. Over the top. I got <laughs> it. It's my favorite. Uh, Let's make a drinking like ex- game out ex- of it. Extreme. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Nonsense. Like extreme, extreme uh, stunts and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. it's just like, it's so unnecessary. Yeah. Like, why is there even a dirt bike in this movie? I thought the newer cuts of the movie made the movie seem more appealing. But yeah, the first cut of that movie and the music that they chose, you know, to me, I was just not even wanting to see it. But now, after, you know, some of the new cuts, you know, I kind of want to, I, I still think I'm going to see it because it's a Star Trek movie. Maxwell, why are you grinning? Because, um... And I realized you were just had some burps in every other word you were saying a second ago. <laughs> yep, I sure did. I sure did. Yep. Those little pauses were little burps. Yep. They were. Um, but do you think The Rock will be in this as well? Uh, if so, I hope he does. Uh, I hope he body slams somebody like in every single Fast and Furious movie. I want well, that to be yeah. a thing. Yeah. I might go see it then. Turns out he's the villain and you, and you didn't know it. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, um, yeah. So. On to other, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, Justin, you see so. this fist here? It's gonna punch. <laughs> Let's you. talk about Power Rangers. Yeah. So Brian Cranston, Walter White, Walter White from Breaking Bad. He's actually said some pretty interesting news. He says that he is comparing the new Power Rangers movie, the upcoming one, to Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy in terms of the tone of the movie. Oh wow! Which I think is incredible. If it's true. Um, Maxwell, I'll ask you first. uh, Have you seen the fan-made... I don't know if it's necessarily fan-made, but it's like a short like Power Rangers like mini movie. It's like, I don't know, maybe... 10 minutes, maybe. 10 or 15 minutes, and it has the guy, like the main guy from Dawson's Creek in it. Yeah, and it's got uh, Starbuck from um, Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, have you seen seen it? Nope. Oh, I just knew exactly <laughs> what you were talking about, about and gave a character. No, yeah, yeah I did see it. Oh, it was yeah. really good. And Justin, you've seen it, right? Oh, it was fantastic. Yes, and that had a very dark tone. Yeah, like, it's very R-rated. Yeah, so I'm curious if this is along that same line or if it's maybe dialed back a bit. But I will tell you, like, child, childhood memories, Power Rangers, you know, that was one of the things that, that was real big when I was growing up. I know it was really big when Maxwell was growing up. It was probably came a little bit before... Was no, it in your childhood? I was okay. a Power Ranger. I, I was a Power yeah, Ranger. Yeah, like every year for Halloween. Yeah, and as silly as a concept as a sound, I really think that if it has an adult tone to it, I think yeah. it could make a really great movie. Yeah. So uh, I'm really excited about it. Um, I think this movie actually has some big names. Like Elizabeth Banks is also in it. She plays uh, Rita Repulsa. I think yeah, so, Rita yeah. Repulsa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they actually have an uh, image of her in costume out. Really? On a scale of 1 to 10, would you smash? Oh, 12. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's what I like to hear. Um so now let's talk about um raiding some tombs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um I thought so, we or should just I did say, that in space. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh the new Tomb Raider movie, they're rebooting the franchise for film and you know, they rebooted the game series a few years back. Uh to great success, like Borat would say. And the reboot now has a release date. Uh we will be able to see it on March sixteenth, two thousand eighteen. Uh this one stars uh, what's the name? I forgot, I forgot her name. Oh, it's my girl, Alicia Vikander. Okay. 
What's she been in? On a scale one to ten, would you smash? Um, there's not a scale that I could rate that on. <laughs> Unmeasurable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Unmeasurable she, smash. She's a great actress. I, lo- I love her. Yeah. What's she been she in? She was an ex machina. Okay. She was also she in was the Danish in, girl. Yeah, was the she man in the Danish from girl? Uncle. Oh, Man from Uncle. I heard that's a great movie. I've not Dude, seen it. Dude, it. it's so good. I want to see it. That has Henry. It has Superman in it too, right? Yes. It has Army Hammer and Henry Cavill. Oh, hmm. yeah. I'm. I'm really. I think she's going to do a great job in this role. Um, it's funny because I, I was at Bur- uh, at break and at work the other day, and the original Tomb Raider movie was on. I forgot that that was even a thing with Angelina Jolie. And I, yeah, I was like, I can't even believe this was a movie. So. But yeah, I'm really excited for the uh, for the reboot of this. I think it's going to be great. So, I just hope it's a video game movie that doesn't suck. Not not mean. Yeah, most do suck. Hopefully, Assassin's Creed will be great. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Well, speaking of uh, you know video game movies that don't suck, let's talk about video game TV shows that hopefully doesn't suck. Yeah. So. This news came out of nowhere. Uh, it looks like Paramount Television and Anonymous Content uh, have optioned the rights to a TV series revolving around the Battlefield franchise. Um, you know, the game we don't stop talking about every week. Uh, I don't know exactly what they're going to do with it. If it's going to be set, uh, I don't know what they're going to do. Like, is it going to be like a draw, like a story? Or, I mean, I don't know what they could possibly do with it because. Battlefield, I mean, yeah, they have a campaign, but their biggest seller is their online multiplayer. So. Yeah, I mean, did you play much of um, Did you play much of Battlefield Hardline at all? Oh, yeah, unfortunately. Did you play any of the campaign? Yeah, it's okay. I like the, the TV show setup. Well, that's, and, and that's what I'm thinking. If they do a very similar format to that, um, you know, it, it could be something that could be fairly interesting. I just don't know how they take open world, you know, Warfare and make that into a TV show, unless they turn it into like kind of like a hard line and make it more like a um, a uh, what's a Law and Order type show. Yeah. I don't really know to be honest. Here's one reason to potentially be excited about it, and that is anonymous content. Their past TV uh, credits include Mr. Robot and True Detective. Both uh, shows have been hit with high critical acclaim. <clears throat> so, hmm. well, I guess we'll have to see. Have you guys watched uh, True Detective? Uh, I tried it. Um, it was good. It just didn't really hold my attention. I know people love it, um, but I yeah, I, I watched the uh, first season uh, from most of it, but they're they're very slow moving, so yeah. it, it, I lost my interest in it. And then the second one, I just couldn't even pick up. Um, yeah. If you have time, check out. It's a new show on HBO called The Night of. It's really really good. It just I'll check it out. Yeah, yeah. I heard that's a really good show. I also try to get into True Detective, and I just. It was so hard slow. for me to get into. I mean, which is a shame because they have a great cast for the first and second season. So I don't, I, I just don't know. Well, uh, like the night of, it's described as being, because it's slow too, kind of, but it's very tense. Um, it's been described as one episode of Law and Order stretched out through 10 episodes, which on paper sounds really bad. But uh, that first episode was so stressful, even though it was very slow paced. Yeah, so, all right, well, it's come to that time in the show where we need to uh, talk about our sponsor. A sponsor, you say? A sponsor, yes. Uh, so for you listeners of Nerds with Mics, Gamefly is offering a free premium 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Uh, to get your free trial, go to GameflyOffer.com slash Nerds with Mics. Again, that's GameflyOffer.com slash Nerds with Mics for your free 30-day trial. And for our listeners... 
If you don't know what Gamefly is, it's basically kind of like Netflix where you order a game online, they ship it to your house, you play it. Whenever you're tired, beat it, or you're just done with it, you send it back to them, and they send you the next one on your list. Um, so, you know, it's instead of Netflix and chilling, you're really just Netflixing and rubbing one out, though. So, you know, it's a great service. Am I right, Maxwell? So you're telling me... <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me that they will ship me games to my house, and I get a free trial? A free trial. Free 30-day trial, and even if you cancel, you're not paying anything. You'd have to be a complete idiot to not do that. Yeah, you definitely should do it. I mean, honestly, I did, wasn't a believer, and then once they... Then you found God. Well, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, once they started to become a sponsor, I actually signed up for a trial myself, and it's actually really cool. Um, you know, So I definitely would recommend it. Uh, and again, that website is gameflyoffer.com slash nerds with mics. Thanks for being a sponsor. Thanks. Yeah. So let's get into gaming and tech news, shall we? Okay. Let's talk about iOS 10 public beta. Uh, we're not allowed to review it because it's not a final product. Uh, we're not allowed to talk bad of it because it's not a final product. So let's talk about things we like about it. How about you, Justin? I like that at some point it won't be on my phone anymore. Fair enough. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It has it has some really nice features. Um, I, I love the new features for the most part. Um, <clears throat> I, I, it is a beta. I'm well aware, but it is clunky and it is buggy, which is to be expected. But the clunkiness, I think, is just design flaws. It's a beta. Hopefully, it, it's a beta. You know what you're getting into when you get into a beta. It's just very clunky. It's also a lot slower than I thought it would be. I hope that's not... It's the first release of a no, public beta. But, everyone, but No, but the trend with Apple products is, is whenever the new update comes out, it slows down the product. I mean, it does. That's a fact. And Yeah, but that's a beta. I remember uh, I mean, you download a video a, game beta, yeah. they usually run like I don't know. trash. Yeah, the whole reason that they release a public beta is, I don't know if you noticed, Justin... You told me not to review it, I'm going to give it a grade. No, but when you install it on your phone, you yes. literally have an app on your phone that says feedback. Yeah. So you, oh, God. So you take that feedback, you put it in there, and I'll then that's how... for the next day. And that's how things get fixed. All right. So, um, yeah. I submitted uh, several of the last... Um, yeah. Was it for iOS 8 or something? Uh, iOS 8 or... No, I think iOS 9 was the first public beta, I believe. Okay, yeah. yeah. But I, I did that one. And yeah, I mean, it was... They had its issues, its flaws for sure, but that was the point. And then yeah, give I mean, some feedback, and they would update them before the public release. Yeah, so I will say, uh, for those of you that have not done the beta, it is a beta. Keep that in mind. Yes. It is not a final product. So do it at your own risk. Um you know, I would highly recommend if you are going to do it, make a physical backup by plugging your phone or iPad or whatever up to iTunes and doing a backup before you update. Because if you do an iCloud update and you decide you want to go back to iOS 9 and you go to restore from that iCloud backup, it will not work because your phone had been backed up to iOS 10. Yeah. So make sure you do a physical backup to iTunes before you decide to do it. So. I, I will say this. I, I do wish I would have done my homework first. And maybe read some impressions on it. Yeah. Um, I do like the direction it's going. And I just didn't expect... Because I don't remember the last public beta for iOS 9 being this clunky. Oh, I, me, when me and Maxwell had iOS 9, 
first beta, it was pretty bad. Maybe I jumped in later. I don't know. It was rough. It Maybe was, I wasn't on the first round no, of that. It was this that's why I'm not so heartbroken about this okay. because iOS nine first public beta. Okay. It so was, you're telling me it gets better. Oh, it does. I mean, especially <laughs> because I'd say what, they release an update it well, usually it was what, once every two or three weeks, Maxwell? They something like that. It was yeah, it was fairly often. Yeah. Tell me to wait another week. <laughs> you can always go back, Justin. No, you just, I didn't once again I didn't do my homework and I don't uh, have a physical backup. So you're telling me that you you want to be a teacher to teach children, you're not even doing your own homework. Boom. Boom goes the dynamite. Got him. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) All right, well, let's move on to gaming news since this is, you know, we've been talking about everything else under the sun. So today, Sony actually silently released a first-party shooter uh, on the PlayStation called Killstrand. Now, Maxwell... First-party shooter? Yeah, it's just a, a... It's an actual Sony title. Is what that means? Not a first oh. person, a first yeah, first party. Is it kill strain or kill strand? Kill strand, I think. Oh, it's a strand in the nets. Oh, maybe it's kill strain. I don't know. We don't know what this game is. Some yeah, doesn't even know. But anyways, Maxwell. Somebody was, didn't do their homework. Yeah, and you're telling me you want to not be a teacher? I just can't read, so it's <laughs> fine. Uh, but yeah, the game was originally slated to come out um, July 19th, but evidently it actually hit the PlayStation Store early. Um, Maxwell, this might be something that you're kind of interested in, possibly, and maybe maybe myself, but. It's free. It's a free-to-play shooter. It's top-down camera, kind of like Diablo style. Um, but what's what's really interesting about it is it's kind of has some of the same gameplay elements as Evolve, which I know you played, but there wasn't enough people to really play with. But what's interesting is instead of doing three versus one, like Evolve, this is four versus four versus two. I don't really know how that works, but yeah, it's four versus four versus two. All right. Um, um, yeah, and the developer uh, was you know helped develop some games that we probably heard of, Little Big Planet Karting, uh, one of Justin's favorites, Mod Nation Racers. Love that game. Um, and then Medieval Moves for the PlayStation Move, which probably nobody played. So, um, so yeah, since it's free to play, I'll definitely be checking it out. Um, it looks really interesting. But let's talk about the thing that I've been waiting to talk about. I know Maxwell's chomping at the bit to talk about. Uh, Justin, let's talk about Pokemon Go. Okay, so if you have a Facebook account, there's been two things on your Facebook news feed. Pokemon Go and Black Lives Matters. We're not political, so we're going to talk about Pokemon Go. So, hey, Pokemon Matter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeez. Anyway, so last week, Pokemon Go released. We talked about it during the show. It hadn't launched yet at the time that we recorded but by the time the show came out, I think it was released. It has taken the nation by storm. Everybody... You know, you see people walking around, they're on their phones, you know what they're doing. They're catching Pokemon, they're waving their phone around, trying to find them through the camera. It's, it has taken off uh, much bigger and faster than I ever thought it would. Uh, what do you, I know we're, all, well, mostly all of us are playing it, but I know you and I, Travis, are playing it, you know, so what do you make of all of this? Well, before Maxville gets in here and rips our hopes and dreams apart, um, you know, honestly... I didn't think I would get into this game. Like, I love the concept. I like the augmented reality, which I find that I don't even use on it. Yeah, mine's turned off. Um, I just didn't think I'd get into it because, honestly, this is the first and only Pokemon game that I've ever played. I mean, and I've talked to people that's been huge Pokemon games forever and said, you're missing out on so much stuff because you haven't played the actual games. This is just kind of a taste of it, you know, so. I got a question. Does that mean, do you feel inclined to go back and play some of the older games i absolutely do and that's the thing it's like 
you know, people said, imagine, imagine a game kind of like Zelda, like, a, you know, you explore around a world and you find different Pokemon, but then you end up battling with these Pokemon. I'm like, well, that sounds like something I could, I could get down on, right? So Yeah, but I think it's more like uh, playing a Final Fantasy game or something because it's turn by turn. Yeah, turn yeah, turn base, which which I don't even know if I would consider the battling system in this turn base. You're really just tapping. You know what I mean? It's not really like it's not. It's, you don't really get to strategize other than picking what Pokemon works best against what other Pokemon you're fighting. Yeah. But but I am I think it's the whole the whole exploration part of it, like actually going out into the world and, and randomly finding things in different spots and pokey stops and it's just it's I think it's everything together that makes the experience for me. Yeah, like we went places today in in town that I've never visited before because I just never cared. Yeah. But because there was a pokey stop over there, I was like, heck yeah, let's go. Like, let's go you know, get, get some- yourself shot. You <laughs> yeah. know what I was just thinking, though? Just now it popped in my head. What? Because I know you're a fan. Maxwell's never played. But uh, imagine if they did a game, the same setup, but imagine if it was Animal Crossing. Oh my you God. would find like different like fruits and different things and Bugs certain and stuff. Oh my God! Like I would play that more than I would this, to be honest with you. Like, I would too. I mean, I mean, there's just so much more potential for this kind of platform to be used in other like types of games. Um, you know, the only thing that I find strange that, that I wish I knew more about, and a, a coworker of mine added more color around it was how did they decide where Pokestops stops are? How did they decide where gyms go? Things like that, but. A coworker of mine told me that Google had a game very similar to this on Android. I forget what it was called. Ingress. But when it was in beta or whatever, like users actually went out, took places, and they submitted that. And what they did is when they made this game, those stops in every location that they had in that game just carried over to this game. Um, but I, I've heard that actually businesses are trying to submit to be pokey stops. Like this is already like becoming a thing where like like actual businesses are wanting to become places for people to come and get, you know, pokeballs and things like that. And I, I, it just it just blows my mind that this has been out what five days and it you know and it's it's just taking the world by storm. Yeah. It's everywhere. Um, on the, it's not even it hasn't even launched globally yet. Yeah, and the thing is, on the flip side of that, on the flip side of all the good things, and Maxwell will kind of get into this, but this is not even what he's going to be talking about. Is it, there's also a lot of danger involved in this game. I yeah. mean, if you think about it, like people are probably doing this while they're driving. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at you, Travis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's also people like there was a report that a car literally stopped in the middle of a highway to catch Pikachu, whether or not that's true or not, but caused a major pileup. Yeah. Also, uh, you get a lure trap uh, that you can place on Pokestops to lure Pokemon to that location. But the thing is, everyone in the area can see that the Pokemon are going to be going there, that the lure is, is set. So people have actually been setting those traps to lure people there and then robbing them in, like, dark places in the middle of the night. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, in theory, it's a great concept. Or pack some heat before you go. Yeah, but there's a lot. Look, lie. it's just survival of the fittest at this point. <laughs> because you can't just be that stupid <laughs> to go down a dark alley well, or to stop in the middle of the interstate. You have a planet, sir. <laughs> or go into a part of town that you shouldn't go into. Yeah. Next thing you and know. And it's just, you know, I, you're not, you obviously aren't at a high enough level to go into those parts of town. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a white van that says free Pokemon here before you know it. I'm telling oh my you. Gosh. It's going to happen. But yeah, yeah I much. mean, and, and somebody was even trying to... F- 
to, to work their way into a place to find something, and they found a dead body. Oh, oh I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Westboro Baptist Church is a Pokemon gym. And it's got a pink... <laughs> a pink fairy-type Pokemon name, like Love, love is, is Love. love. Yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely lots Suck of... Westboro. Uh, lots of positive things. I mean, it's getting people out of the house that wouldn't normally go outside the house. Like, like when Justin and I was walking down at the riverfront today... It's like most I've walked in a decade. I mean, there was tons of people out, and you know that's what they were doing, and people seemed happy doing it. Yeah. But again, on the Pullman flip... Pullman, too, was packed right. full of people. But on the flip side of that, you know, and I know Maxwell probably agrees with me, it's like when we're socializing with one, in, one another, we're already on our phones so much. Like, this is just one other thing to make us avoid actual human contact. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, I you know, I do agree with that. The upside is that it is getting people out and I see more people walking around than ever. Uh down here we had like a uh an area of town where everybody was at at like eleven o'clock last night and my friend sent a picture to the group and it's just all these couples. Yeah. So two like people that are seeing each other or whatever, or just two friends, but it's just a bunch of couples down there hunting Pokemon. Yeah, together. what What's funny is my wife, uh, for the first four days the game was out, like was giving me a hard time because like she was like, "Oh, you're an adult. You shouldn't be, you know, basically just busting my chops for playing this game and making fun of me." And then like by day four, she said, "Hey, I have to tell you something when I get home." And I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "What could this be?" <laughs> and she gets home and like she has this whole serious tone and she's like, "So, I know that I've been making fun of you about this game." She was like, but when I was at work, everybody was talking about it, and I decided to download the game, and now I'm addicted to it. So, <laughs> so uh, she's really been involved in it, like even to the point like where we want to go out and we want to go to the park and stuff just to see what we can find. So, on that in that regard, it's fine. But I just think there's a fine line between what's too much and what's not enough. You know what I mean? Like. I don't know. It's and I think it's really cool because like people are like having like like search parties. Like like there's been people at work that's had like groups of ten people say, "Hey, do you guys want to meet at the park tonight?" Like I mean, it's it's caused a lot of really cool hangout things. Uh, but I just think it's going to take a while for a lot of the the stupid things to lot to to die down around as far as doing it while you're driving, causing accidents, getting mugged, all that type of stuff because it's so new. Um, but I'm excited for the changes that's coming to game when you're, when you're able to trade with your friends, when you're able to battle each other, as far as your friends go, that's going to be really cool. So there are going to be bi-weekly updates and the first update actually hit today. There were no new features, but it did smooth out some of the connectivity issues and the, just the overall stability of the program. Uh, but like you said, trading and leaderboards and battling have all been teased. I guess you could say confirmed, but it's about to get a lot more in depth than what it is now. So, Maxwell, now that we've talked about all the good things... Come poop on it for us, please, please. You take it down. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. So, luckily, though, today, as we are recording this podcast, the second update did come out um, because it was a fix, a big issue with uh, permissions. So, for for Android users, for sure, but basically anything with Google uh, related to downloading Pokemon Go, it gave full access... To people's Google's accounts. Um, well, I guess the users gave full access to Pokemon Go. Now, even Google states that should not be handed out lightly. So they've apologized and they've gone in and updated it as we're seeing today to help correct that. But in a sense, what this is, 
everything, your contacts, your emails, everything that is related to you and Google was visible by them during that time. Now they are stating that nothing was looked at or hacked or like taken out of context or whatever, but they did have that access. What do you guys think about that? Well, to me, it's, I mean, when I, when I decided to sign in with my Google account, to me, that was already bad enough. I mean, Google has access to so much of your information if you use any Google service. So to me, it was something I kind of went in expecting. But for the company that is partnering with Google, that's not something that, that I expected from them, to be honest with you. So what about you, Justin? Uh, I just... Uh... You just got to catch them all. I just got to catch them all, man. No matter, I don't care what they find out about me. I use Huli instead, though. Whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah, whatever it takes, man. Yeah, Huli is a way better service. Huli is just supreme. Yeah, supreme. So, supreme. Um, so Maxwell, I see in the notes here that you have some Pokemon Go tips. Are those, uh, are those things that you have on hand, or things that you would like us to speak to? Or I'm kind of curious to hear if you have some tips. Even, uh, yeah, even if it's a just a tip. Um, yeah. I yeah. <laughs> Um, with me, that's all you're going to get. That's, that's all I, I can get. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's, that's about it. There's, and you're hoping for a miracle, but, um, for, as far as the tips go, um, with the starting out in the game, you can get like your basic characters, right? You can get, uh, there's three different types that they recommend that you go out and get. Well, apparently if you spend about 25 minutes and walk away from your main destination about five times, you can actually get a Pikachu as your main uh, character, or yeah. your starting character. Yeah, when I found that out, I was already level 10, and I just refused to, to start over just to get Pikachu. Luckily, he showed up at my work one day, and I got him there. Good. Nice. Nicely done. Um, now, there's another thing you could do. Is, uh, apparently, you can apply spin to the ball whenever you're throwing it. You can get some extra experience points. Um, of course, keep in mind, I do not play this game, so I'm just kind of wing in these tips here um you there's an incense that you can use in poke shops to help lure some pokemon which i guess you guys are already kind of talking about you're referring to as lures yeah lures um incense the other things watch the circles around the pokemon whenever you're trying to catch them so the smaller the um circle gets the harder it is to get the pokemon like hit them with the ball but you're more likely to capture them um, if I'm sure a lot of you are having issues with the battery life of your phones right now, if you turn off the augmented reality, it's going to help a lot with the battery. Of course, at that point, you're kind of taken away from the whole exciting I, part of the game, right? I enjoy I enjoy it without the AR much much more because if I'm out in public, I don't have to move my <laughs> camera around to find out where it is. I can literally it'll just automatically show up right in front of me. So. I yeah, but I think that that takes away from like that's the only thing for me, and I'm not even playing it. That seems exciting is that like it's pulling it into your real world, and it's funny because I'm very impressed with how it reads the environment, and if like it it can understand like different planes like levels, and it'll put like the shadows or move the the animations around based on the. Uh, environment it does not play nice with ios 10 beta though not um, with ar <clears throat> yeah, yeah i can't use ar with the, with the beta yeah ah well there there's, you go there's two two big tips there yeah. uh if you're doing the beta and you expect it to work two big tips and yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah um um 
apparently if you want to be super lazy, you can set up a drone and just uh, start catching them that way. Like kind of check out yep. before you get there, which is, come on now. You can People also, shouldn't be uh, finding out how to make this game lazy. Yeah, one of the other, one of the other tips that I have is um, if you have Google Maps on your phone and you're pretty much browsing in the same area, like the same town, if you actually download offline maps through Google, through the app, it uses those as opposed to constantly pulling them over a cellular network. So that'll help with data usage and also help with your battery as well if you download the maps offline. So that's also a tip. So mm, tip. More tips. Yep. Any more tips, Maxwell? That's all I got. What about you, Justin? Any other tips? Uh, just don't get mugged and don't fall into the water or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, really be an adult. I mean, I know yeah. that sounds silly because this is a, you know, when you say be an adult about playing Pokemon, it just seems kind of silly. But but don't be an asshole. I mean, that's really all I can say. Like, <laughs> I don't, Yeah, I mean, don't do it while you're driving. Don't walk in the middle of traffic to catch a Pokemon. Like, it's not worth ending your life or someone else's over this game. That's really my tip is just play responsibly, I guess, is what, yes. is what mine would say. So... All right, Justin, let's talk about something that I cannot wait for. Yeah, Maxwell, you can set this one out because we know you don't care. Um, mm, okay. or have, you, have you changed your, your, your opinion on this game, No Man's Sky? Are you looking forward to it now or no? Um, I believe you should read the title. No and Man's Sky. No Man's. I said No Man's Sky. Sky. No. No I said is no in man. there. I said what? No, no, no. I'm just saying. <laughs> what? No, this game is terrible. Oh, okay. No, okay. Anyway, um, it comes out August 9th, but the game is finished, and uh, word is that it has a 6 gigabyte install size, and they're already working on the first patch. And I know... 6 gigabyte? Yeah, 6 gigs. It's pretty small. Yeah. It's not the size of it. It's just if it can get the job done, okay? Yeah, you of all people should know that. Oh. Wah, wah, so, wah. release date August, August 9th, 9th yeah. of 2017. Yeah, it's this year, 16. Yeah, this year. Yeah, we'll see about that. Well, it's already done. They already finished the game. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> they just be jerks now to hold it at this point. Yeah. So I don't know. I I'm kind of like you, Maxwell. When I seen six gigabytes, I was kind of really worried. But if a lot of the number crunching and the algorithms for making the planets and stuff is kind of built into the game, and it's just kind of doing that in real time, then I'm kind of fine with it. Uh, for all we know, the first patch could be 20 gigs. <laughs> you know, we really don't know. So, But I am excited to see that the game is finished. And I'm kind of like Maxwell. I'm very skeptical if this game will actually release on the 9th. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. It's already done, though. I mean, it, there's but no my thing is, if, if the game's done, then why, haven't they, why don't they just say, here, let's just go ahead and release it? Oh, that's just not the way it works. Oh, is it? Since it's been delayed and they got death threats over it, you wouldn't think they would no. just say, oh, it's done, here it is. I, I think like Halo 5 went gold like two months before it ever came out. It's all about marketing and advertising. It's, it'll be out August 9th. So you think that del- they did? If it doesn't, I'll eat my hat. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I'm a, so yeah, I don't, I don't even know what to say. I'll tell you what, let's make a little bet. Okay. <laughs> if it comes out on August 9th, you have to run around the park catching Pokemon in a Donald Trump hat. How and- can I how can I catch him Pokemon behind that wall? <laughs> oh man. Yeah, you know, I I'll do it. All right. Then. I'll take that bet. All right, fine. You want to shake on it? Sure. Everyone no one sees it except for Maxwell. Yeah, Maxwell sees it. Right, so confirm. yeah. So- yeah, he's shaking each other's wieners. That's weird. 
Why would you do that? That's strange. That did not happen. Yeah, we crossed streams. That reminds, that reminds me of the episode. You guys watch The Office? <laughs> yes. It reminds me of the, the episode when uh, uh, they're doing the meeting and they're recording it and they're like, oh my God, Dwight, put your clothes back on. He's like, what are you talking about? But they're, you know, it's dumb. Okay, next. Wow, that's a great, yeah, I've never seen an episode of The Office. Thanks. You should that. write children's books because <laughs> you tell great stories. You just said that you uh, watched it. Yeah. Yeah, you hear Maxwell? You should write children's books. I might. We'll see. Because you tell great stories, said no one ever. Oh, my God. Uh, let's talk about Microsoft tweaks on Xbox Play Anywhere, because I don't care about that. <laughs> well, you should. Yeah, go ahead. Tell me about it. All right, so I announced uh, Xbox, Xbox Play Anywhere at E3, and the wording at E3 kind of implied that every uh, Microsoft game uh, would be cross-play between Xbox and PC. They're backtracking a little bit, and now they're saying all games that are Microsoft that were shown at E3. So, like, if they come up with uh, Halo 6 tomorrow, then it won't be cross-player. It doesn't technically have to be. Yeah, I kind of was wondering if they were kind of getting ahead of themselves with that, because you got to think that not every developer is going to want to do that, because they're going to be losing money by not selling you know, a copy on the PC, a copy on Xbox. So we also have some news on Sea of Thieves for Xbox. So Xbox, Xbox Australia actually said um, in a statement that Sea of Thieves will be released in February. But after they made that statement, you know, Xbox themselves actually came out and said, you know, not so fast. That's not, you know, any, any details that we want to release at this time. So we don't really know for sure that's going to be the actual window of it or not, but you know, if it is, and maybe Microsoft was just trying to go back and retract that statement, so you know they didn't want to reveal that release window. You know, it's I'm hoping that it's February. That wouldn't be too bad. I'm kind of excited to play this game. Yeah, I really can't wait. It might be my most anticipated game coming up. Yeah, and and what's strange is going into E3, I totally did not expect to even want to play this game, and then after seeing how social, you know, how social the game was, it looks like it could be really fun. So. So yeah, so let's uh, talk about uh, some of the things that we actually had sent in from a listener of okay. ours. So, so Justin, not this Justin, but Justin, one of our listeners, actually wrote in a couple of really interesting questions. Uh, so I'll read the question, and then we'll each kind of give our response, okay? So the listener wrote in and said that he basically asked a question. He said, what game series... From a previous generation, did you completely miss out on or that you regretted not playing? Um, his his response was uh, the Dragon Age series. He didn't get to play those, and those are the ones that he regrets not playing the most. Um, Maxwell, what was yours? Uh, mine was actually the um, Uncharted series. Like Those games look so good. I played a demo, I think, of one. I just never got to pick it up. Did you, um, were you a fan? Did you ever play any of the Tomb Raider games, Maxwell? Yes, actually, I, uh, I had most of them from the like the original uh, saga, I guess you would say. Yeah, and then the re-released or not re-released, but the uh, I guess they did re-release it. it. Was the newest one out? I got that one. Yeah, loved yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, if you liked the newest Tomb Raider game, you would absolutely love the Uncharted because you can tell that uh, they actually stole a lot of um, Maxwell. What is that? Is that your is that your man toy? Oh, okay. Oh, oh downloading Pokemon. I thought that was your, <laughs> I thought that was maybe your uh, Mangina. What? 
top right of your computer. Oh, it's my battery is about to die. It's Ooh. fine. All right. So we'll try to we'll try to wrap this up. All right. So Maxwell. Uh, so yeah, if you if you like the newer Tomb Raider games, you would absolutely love Uncharted because the newer Tomb Raider. Uh, Tomb Raider games got a lot of inspiration as far as the gameplay mechanics from the Uncharted games. Good news is for you if you decide you want to go back and play them, Uncharted 1, 2, and 3 were remastered for the PS4 and then of course Uncharted 4 just came out over the past few months so if you want to go back and play those you can. So That's perfect. That's exactly what I need to do. Yeah, because I, I think Uncharted 1, 2, and 3 are only $40 for the collection. Uh, sometimes you can catch it on sale for like 30 bucks, and it's the best $30 you'll ever spend, I promise. Um, my games, I have two, two picks. One is a game that you two both love, Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Didn't play them, absolutely regret it. Um, I would love to see them re-release them, um, you know, obviously updated with, uh, you know, the better graphics and all that type of stuff, better frame rate. And then the second one is um, I played the third Bioshock game all the way through, Absolutely loved it, but Bioshock One and Two, I just, I just didn't play. One might be one of the best games of all time. Generation, I mean, it was great. Yeah, I know my friend, uh, one of my friends, Alex Slaughter. It's his best. It's I think it's his highest regarded game. Is like he loves Bioshock. He's play. He plays through all three of them. I think at least once a year. That's crazy. Yeah, he loves them. So, uh, Justin, what would yours be? You know, I don't. I don't know if I regret anything. No regrets. Uh, I didn't play the Dark Souls games. Um, I know that everyone loves them, and I don't really regret not playing them, though. Did you play... Uh, do you regret not playing any of the um, Dragon Age games? No, not really. I played Inquisition. It was pretty good, but it wasn't enough to make me regret not playing the yeah. ones before. Another one that I, I regret not getting into was The Witcher. I didn't. Oh, never, yeah, that's the one for me. Because Witcher, Witcher 3 came out, and... I tried to get into it, but I, it was so new for me. And I didn't play any of the previous ones. It was just hard for me to get into. Um, but one of my one of the, our listeners, it's a good friend of mine. His name's Michael. Uh, he lives out in uh, Arizona. He he loves The Witcher. Like that's his thing. Like he he plays all the expansions all the way through, and he just he's he loves those games. And that's one of the ones that I wish I could also get into as well. I think it's odd that neither of you said SOCOM. I could care less about SOCOM. <laughs> Maxwell, I know he doesn't care about SOCOM. Yeah. So he's trying to catch them all. So. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea how to hit him with the balls. <laughs> yeah. You got to flip it. You got to flip the, flip the bean. I mean, the ball, not the bean. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the second, so the second question I have for you guys, um, and I don't think this is really probably going to be a question for Maxwell because I don't think he has a big back catalog of games that he probably has, has that he wants to play. Um, Another question that Justin asked, which I thought was a really good question, is he says, do you guys ever feel guilty when you don't beat a game or you buy them and barely play them? He says, how do you cope with that? Um, I'll kind of start this one off. So I suffer from this majorly uh, because ever since I went digital on my PS4 and you and I, Justin, has started game sharing, there's so many games that it's hard to just focus on one. Like I find that I play one game a little bit and then I'll go to another game and play it a little bit, but I don't just sink all my time into one game. So I find that I don't beat a lot of the games that I have. Um, Something that I'm going to do going forward to kind of remedy this um, is I'm actually going to go through my PS4 and uninstall most of the games. So I, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to basically in my mind, I'm going to rate, rate them on which games that I think I would enjoy playing the most. I'll beat one uninstall it and then download and install the next one that way i don't i'm not constantly jumping all over the place that's one of the things i'm going to try to do can i give you a a tip okay 
as long as it's not just the just the tip. No, yeah. uh, <clears throat> I want to say that uh, the PlayStation Four does have external hard drive support, not in the way that Xbox does, but that you can store your game just installs on there and then move them off and then put them back. So that okay. would be some better for you. Where I know you're on a, a cap, a data cap. Oh yeah, that's true. That's a good idea. So yeah, thanks. Yeah, no problem, buddy. What about you, Justin? I know that you also have a ton of a ton of games. Like I so mean, many. And when it comes to sales, too, I pick up everything. <laughs> um, dear God, uh, yeah. I just try not to think about all the games that We're are sitting suckers there for good deals. Digital dust. Yeah, I know. So I will say it's very gratifying though, not knowing that I don't have to get off my couch to switch games. That makes me sound super lazy. On Xbox is even better because Xbox play this. Oh yeah, I could care less. Fantastic. About that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Maxwell, uh, so this question, I, you're probably not going to have an answer. Uh, you don't have a backlog of catalog of games that, that you want to play, do you? Um, no, honestly, I, the only thing that's really interested me is just the Uncharted. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't think this question would probably appeal for you. Um, all right. Uh, so Maxwell, did you want to talk about that music video or is that too old of news? What did you decide? Uh, looks like, yeah, I mean, it's still pretty, um, recent. So back in, uh, let's see, 2012, uh, Harvard Medical School researched, uh, researchers stored a digital book into DNA. In 2013, they copied, uh, 739 kilobytes of sound, images, text, um, and a 26-second audio clip of Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech. And more recently, they've actually been able to take uh, the rock band OK Go. If you guys remember, they were one of the biggest uh, as far as music videos on YouTube. That's where they got their big hit. Uh, their next big hit has been in DNA. So they, uh, the researchers have been able to put their music video into a, a strand of dna um what's really cool about this is that dna can be kept in a like a really cool dry dark conditions um and it's not going to be super hot like computers and pcs are created this stuff could last for hundreds or even thousands of years by using uh dna and what they're wanting to do is make it synthetic strands um which could really just push forward and help us get rid of like hard drives optical discs uh, you know, other storage, uh, methods. So it's kind of crazy to think that you could be running around town. Uh, reminds me of the Johnny Mnemonic movie. Did you guys ever see that? Yes. I have a big wow. surprise. Yeah. It's a John Keanu Mal- Reeves. That's a John Malkovich movie, right? Was it? I think so. Yeah. It's got Keanu Reeves. They put like a terabyte of information into his brain and he's basically just used to like, kind of like, uh, Black market or something? Yeah, he's basically a walking storage device. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. I, the fact that they can even do that just kind of blows my mind. So that's really, really super cool. So uh, let's move on to uh, one of the sections we have towards the end, which is uh, the pick of the week. Um, Maxwell, do you have a pick of the week this week? Um, everybody's going to say Pokemon Go, but... Um... For me, it's actually a show on Hulu called Casual. I've heard about that show, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's an exclusive. It's actually really good. It's funny, and then uh, it's got some serious notes to it, but overall it's funny. Okay, so that that's a recommendation I'll have to check out. 
Um, mine, I actually have two. Uh, one is obviously Pokemon Go because it's consumed my life. Um, I haven't touched my game console in five days because <laughs> of this game. Uh, and then the second one is actually, uh, to piggyback off what Maxwell said, it's a Hulu series called The Path. It has your boy from uh, Breaking Bad, not... not uh, Aaron Paul. Yeah, Aaron Paul. Uh, it's a really, really strange show about uh, about kind of like this cult religious following, and he's just kind of in the middle of this. And I don't know. It's a really strange show, but it's it's really good. Have you seen it? No, it's on my list. Uh, it looks amazing. Yeah. It, I mean, and, and if it's any indication, I mean, the original Netflix series uh, or the miniseries, um, eleven twenty two sixty three was fantastic. Yeah. I'm really excited to see what this you know what this has to offer as well. So, what about you, Justin? Uh, I'll go with two as well. Okay. Uh, Pokemon Go. <laughs> I'm just going to get out of the way. We talked about it enough. And then Swiss Army Man. I mentioned it at the beginning of the show. I know I've told both of you about it. Uh, I have never seen a movie quite like this one. I still don't really know what happened, and it. Was great when you're done watching it. Get on Spotify and listen to the soundtrack. It was amazing. Yeah, I was gonna say you let me listen to a little bit of the soundtrack, and I was really kind of blown away, especially because some of the songs each uh, also feature the stars of the movie. Almost too. every song does, yeah, yeah, which is really really cool. And I was surprised how musical the movie was, and I mean, I guess if you're crazy, going crazy when you're stranded, you might sing to yourself. I don't know. Yeah. But. Yeah, I'm definitely wanting to see it. It definitely looks like a movie that is definitely interesting. Oh, that's an understatement. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me of... I might um, type up a full review for the site. Okay, uh, that would be great since you've never done that So yeah. for a movie because you don't typically see them. Um, <laughs> but uh, it kind of reminds me of, I mean, not the same type of story, but the same, and I'm going to borrow the words of Maxwell, over the top uh, is the movie... <laughs> um, Big Fish, where you, it's like a larger-than-life type of story. Like, after you're done, you're just kind of like, what What did I just watch? I mean, you're not upset about it, but you're just kind of like, what What did I just watch, you know? In an odd way, that's a decent comparison. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, so yeah. So, you know, I, I'm i going to see it. It's select theaters or all theaters? Uh, Well, I mean, like, you know, where I'm down in my neck of the woods, it's not playing, but it is over here. So okay, well, thanks for the invite. When you came down to see it, appreciate that. We did. We saw it in Louisville. Oh, Louisville. Yeah. Oh, when you were. Oh, do you want to tell people what you were doing? Oh yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, one of the things. I mean, that, that could have been a big pick of the week. My bad. Yeah. Not to overshadow it. Uh, yeah. So uh, over the weekend we went. Maxwell, to, listen to this story. You'll you'll be in, you'll be entertained. Yeah. Over the weekend we went to Louisville and we met. You may have seen the picture on Twitter if you follow us on Twitter. Um, Our uh, two thousand followers. Yeah. We met uh, Chuck Palahniuk, the author of Fight Club. Uh, he was there uh, signing copies of Fight Club 2, which is actually a graphic novel uh, sequel. And one of the artists was there, and he was there because he wrote the story, and just someone else you know, drew it because he didn't draw it. But uh, super cool guy. Uh, he was there for about 14 hours, uh, just standing up the whole day. He was standing the whole time, uh, signing autographs, taking pictures, talking to people. Uh, just a really cool experience. He's, one, he's probably my favorite author. Um, so it was really cool to get to meet him and uh, create the... Twisted mind behind Fight Club, so that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'd say that's a good pick of the week. I can't believe you're going to just <laughs> let it go. Well, you know. Yeah, so. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> All right, well, um, so that actually does it for episode 11 of uh, Nerds with Mics. One more than 10. One more than 10. So, uh, you know, come back often. Feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or podcast app. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. 
All links are in the show notes. Uh, now let's get into the show. What? <laughs> I'm Rod Burgundy. I don't know why that's there. My bad. Uh, <laughs> come back often and come back hard. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> I think we're going to leave that in there. What? No. That's a good way to end it. Because that's the perfect Ron Burgundy moment. <laughs> play it. Play it back again. All right. Hang on. <laughs>